Remember the first time you were taken away from your parents? This is where we brought you. No. This isn't real. Yes, it is. We've brought you back. You've been here ever since you walked through the front door of my house. You're in the future. We had to bring you here, Maya, you and your friends. We need your help. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another week of this phenomenal ass show. If y'all listen to this, you already, you know, on board. And if this is your first time listening, go back, listen to the past episodes and then listen to the future ones. And we got some a lot of shit going on. This mm-hmm. is a light in the sky, the 4400 review show with me, your co-host Rain Coleman. And I have with me like I do every week. Robert J. That's the most unenthusiastic response. Like, yeah, it's Robert J. Co-host of Light in the Sky, um, forty four hundred podcast, which some Facebook groups don't want to let us advertise in. Right, bro? What is that? That is racist. That has got to be racism. Well, no. Okay, so long story. I'm gonna make this long story short. Uh, Rain and I are part of um, a. 4,400 fan page, you know, on mm-hmm. Facebook. And I think it was one of those pages that was set up after the series, the original series went off the air yeah. to, um, you know, to, you know, to talk about the series and maybe yeah. see if it could come back and all that. Um, so I've been trying to share our recent podcast episodes in there and I was noticing it weren't going up. So uh-huh. um, I checked, finally I got a notice and it said, you're, you're promoting a podcast, and I was like, "It's a podcast about the 4400." It's just I mean, like, yeah, and it's just like it wasn't like I was like, "Watch my ish." It was just, you know, hey, this is something yeah. that we think y'all will appreciate. So, yes, we'll figure it out. We'll find ways to uh, spread Lord. the word about this magnificent podcast we have. Good Lord, yeah, and y'all listening, <laughs> share it too. Hell, hit that share button, copy the link, send it, send it to your grandma. She might not know what's going on, but send it to her anyway. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, fam! So we are back, uh, third season, fourth episode. This is gone part one. I have thoughts, mm-hmm. I have feelings, yeah. I have okay. emotions. Um, in this episode, uh, Tom and Diana search for someone who's kidnapping young 4400s. Sean is threatened by the Nova group. <sighs> yes. Perfect Which, summation. I mean, <laughs> ah, god. Yeah, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of shit going on. Listeners, when you are listening to this episode or you're watching forty four hundred live syndication, Netflix, whatever, use the hashtag AL four four zero zero AL forty four hundred for a light in the sky forty four hundred. What what I, what are we thinking, man? Fourth episode is a part one. Mm-hmm. It was I I enjoyed it. I, it mm-hmm. was definitely better than last week's. Like absolutely. You know, or the last episode, because uh, that just seemed like nothing of worth happened. But in this yep. one, <laughs> it yep. was like major. Now, you know, there was some questionable acting from one mm-hmm. person in particular or decision making. Mm-hmm. But 
overall, especially with how the episode ended, it was pretty effed up. Um, and, and they're and I like that they were they're getting back to and they did this last week, but they're getting back to you know focusing on the forty four hundred case of the week, but still yeah. interweaving this larger story. So I think yeah. that this one got back on track with that better than episode three did. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Honestly, I feel like we should have went right into this. We shouldn't have mm-hmm. had that episode three. Like, yeah, we should have went right. Even if every every other arc is a part one and two, I don't care. Like, mm-hmm. this felt more exciting than last yeah. week. So, ugh. yeah, yeah, it was crazy. But uh, I mean, they they got their uh, they got back on track. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm grateful for that. That really did. Um, it really did fuck me up. I enjoyed this episode. I truly did, even with all the issues I have with it, um, mm-hmm. because I feel like shit was happening, like on every yeah. front, every storyline, even the C plot, like shit was going on. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I'm I'm grateful for uh, for uh, some back to normalcy. So, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, we, yeah, um, yeah, yeah if- we. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, what are you about to say? No. No, just that we open up with some nasty shit. Sean is a trifling <laughs> motherfucker. He is a trifling, low-down fucking dog. That's what he is. <laughs> I'm sick of him. Bruh. Um, oh. So, like, my my title for this scene, and I normally try to title the scene by the people who are involved mm. in it, mm-hmm. but I think, like, I just put up naked time. Um, and this, and this is weird. <laughs> this is really weird. Um, I just, it's, you know, it's just, uh, you know, picking up off of the last episode or from the last episode, mm-hmm. you know, Sean and Isabel, uh, doing romantic after sex talk mm-hmm. in, in the bed. And I just, I don't know why they just went full yeah, they just went into it. <laughs> they just yep. went straight into it. Like yep. three episodes in, like oh, now like four, but the third episode is where the deed was done. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't like it. I, I, you know, when I watched it originally, the series, I, I don't think I kind of paid it any mind. I think my my focus is always on what they were doing with her mm-hmm. in terms of like the overpowering and yeah. not really giving her a set. Um, role, but looking at this specifically when it involves Sean, like I, I like Sean as a character. You know, I've enjoyed mm-hmm. him as a two two seasons and seeing yeah. his his growth. And you know, he he gets his hand slapped a bit in this one, but yeah, uh, later on. But this scene, it ain't the best look, dude. No, <laughs> this ain't the best. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what were your thoughts about it, man? It was terrible. It made absolutely yeah. no sense. Like, I know that Sean is young, and so he's still going to make mistakes, but this was completely, this was weird. We, yeah. it, and mm-hmm. especially, after, like, to me, it would have made more sense if we were going to do this to have him already have sex, then have him and, um, um, shit, uh, Mahershala, um, Richard. Rich guy, I was gonna say William. Where am I at? And then have (laughs) him and um have them have that conversation about thank you for taking care of my daughter. She's young. Mm -hmm. Most people see it like that because to me that would have made more sense. Like and and not to not to 
give Sean an out, so to speak. But for me, it would have been like, okay, I made this mistake. I'm um, regretting it. And then mm-hmm. I, the guilt sets in. It's like, we gave you all the tools to not do this. Mm-hmm. And now you're just fucking with this damn newly adulted person. Yep. It's like, this is, mm-hmm. this. It to me, it doesn't fit. Like I don't, I feel like for all the curiosity about sex, why has Isabel not just watched porn? Like there's so many other sets, even exploring her yeah. own body. I mean, we don't need a full masturbation scene, but yeah. like there's so many other ways you could have handled sex mm-hmm. that it's just like, man, this was not a good look. This was yeah, you, a good look. you now USA Network wasn't gonna take it there. Um, they <laughs> this is the same mm-hmm. network as Monk and Psych. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. <laughs> they, um, no, they never got above PG 13 uh, for mm-hmm. this. But um, what was the other suit, uh, suits? <laughs> the show that yeah. I, yeah. I don't know what y'all used to watch, but they used to make fun of suits all the time. They would just be <laughs> like, You gonna watch suits tonight? I was just like, This suits must be awesome. But um, the, <laughs> the other weird thing about this is that you have this scene where Richard comes in mm-hmm. and he's like, he, you know, it's like a more, it's like a whole, like, hope. hopefully she won't, he won't catch him. Yeah. And Richard starts looking, he's taking over the um, organization that Lily was doing where she would find the, you know, the sick people and bring yeah. them to Sean. And, and it was her, her own personal project. And mm-hmm. he, he's taking it over and he's starting to see um, some questionable figures, you know, some like large purchases. And, yeah. you know, Sean is just like, no, I don't know anything about that. So Which, it just, it just, the scene just felt so skeevy. And to yes. be honest with you, man, I, I'm wondering if this was immediately after the, the events of episode three, because if you think about it, would Richard have come back from, Lily, I don't, I don't know. I just, I wonder if this was a multiple time type of thing, but it might, it might have just mm. been once. It might have just been the one time because the timing of him coming up, you know, and mm. deciding to kind of take this whole thing on, uh, we hadn't spoken about that before, but maybe it was just something that happened off camera. So, but yeah, yeah this might, I just, I might just keep it at this as the first time, but either way, it's bad because he doesn't, he doesn't seem regretful. Like he's just like, you know, they're just like doing this whole like innocent talk and and she seems fully aware in her and her her like mental capacity as as a not an adult, but compared to where we see her in later on the episode, Mm -hmm, it's this mm -hmm. weird back and forth thing that they're doing with her. Um so after that we have the um I don't even know if we get the credits yet, but Alana and Tom mm. are going to the 4400 barbecue. Mm-hmm. And I know it's called something else, but it's just like a get together for yeah. the um, kind members. Of like open house. Yeah, like an open house. Everybody chilling on like the, um, I swear, the sun never comes out in Vancouver. I mean, they, it's, <laughs> it's like, bro, yeah. every other scene is just rain. Like yeah. even. Even on a nice day where this was supposed to be having a barbecue, it looks mm-hmm. like they were just like, yeah. "Can this can this motherfucker stop raining up here?" Yeah. Um, it just so they go to the barbecue. Everybody's there. Um, Tom, you know, Alana is like, "Thank you for coming because I know it's difficult for you to, you know, deal with this." And you know, mm-hmm. Tom is like, "Hey, I'm I'm here for you." And then they talk to the the this one guy named Ray Farrell. Yeah. Um, an abductee that was brought back in 1982. And he's like, 
getting all up in Tom's face and shit, talking, you know, saying, I don't understand how Alana can stay with you because you're an intech officer. I would have beat his ass. Exactly. I don't give a fuck who you are. Yeah, you don't come I- to me at the barbecue and start talking shit to me. Especially like I would have like, what's your abilities? And then punch him in the face. But yeah, yeah. He, it, he said you did almost kill us all. Um, because Tom, you know, Tom is like defending himself and then he just yeah. walks off. So, um, so I like that they balanced that out with bringing over Heather from mm-hmm. the second season where she, she was a teacher who was bringing out the, yep. um, the late in abilities or, you know, mm-hmm. just signs abilities with talents of these, of these kids. Yep. And she is now working at the 4,400. So you, once again, you see, Everybody's coming to the 4400 center because of the after effects of what happened. Mm-hmm. And then also she she practically got ran out of town, you know, yeah. like when it came to the episode. Yeah. Um, so what did you think about having her come back? Come back <laughs> I liked it. I really liked because yeah. I liked her episode. I liked her. And yeah. um, she was one of the characters where I, she, I did forget about her. But once she popped up on screen, <clears throat> I was like, oh, this makes perfect sense. If you're going to mm-hmm. open your Xavier Institute, like she's she's a teacher. And with mm-hmm. her power, like, I, I don't know if they mentioned, which I doubt they did, that her power only works on like humans or if it also works on 4400. But either way, yeah, if this motherfucker can like boost your 4400 ability or yeah. you're already... Mm-hmm. innate talent like this y'all can like on, awesome. the, on the military front y'all the shit but then like also in the classical art scientific mm-hmm. all that's like she heather is the key you know yeah. so i was excited yeah. to see her i don't trust her though unlock <laughs> but when you say unlock your uh your your chakra or whatever whatever it's yeah. called yeah but um the big thing that comes out of this is that she lets slip that Alana has been offered a job at the 4400 Center. And and it is uh, one of those things where I kind of wish that, I mean, she probably should have said something to Tom um, yep. before because, like, you know, with all of the problematic things that we, we can pull up with Tom, it's I just mean, like you, you don't want to. I mean, he is kind of coming to this thing, to the barbecue, and he being assaulted by yes. Yes. <laughs> these folks. Um and he's just kind of being caught unaware. So we cut to Maya and Diana uh, getting ready to go to the barbecue. You know, they're, it's a bunch of, I think they're trying to uh, pack up the car. And this is where I kind of <laughs> understand where you're coming from with Maya. Yes. Um, and remember, she was not in, maybe she was in the first two. She was, she was very, she wasn't in the third episode, so this is kind of the first full-on episode that we see with her. Yeah. Um, because she where she's the focus, and she says this whole cryptic, this cryptic thing of "you're going, you're gonna forget me," and in my notes, I say, "Why not explain it?" Let me say, she says a line, and she remembers that she left something upstairs. So Diana says, "I'm not going to forget you, like you know, and you know, just go upstairs and get your stuff." Yeah. And when she goes upstairs, she's taking too long, and then Diana comes after her. And then there's you see her in the apartment, Maya talking to this. I described her as Jim Jones looking, um, yes. A, a, yes. A, not a cult, well, cult per- person, yeah, and says that she's Maya's sister, Sarah. So I'll make this very brief because I know you got more to say. I hate that they keep making her. The, the way that they use uh, Maya's abilities is always mm-hmm. in in kind of an 
service to the plot <laughs> and just to drop little clues. And this was this more so now than ever. And but in a, in another scene, we hear that her abilities have developed that's, really that's well. It. So that okay, exactly. so that's the thing. So like, you going. can't have it both ways. Bruh. You cannot have it both ways. Where she is just like. She's like, no, Isabel actually, she don't give a fuck. She actually uses her abilities whenever she can, whenever she wants. But I mean, they, they, um, the problem that we have with her is that she can do everything. My, um, compared to what some of the kids in this episode did, mm-hmm. um, she should be there. She yeah. should be there. And my thing is like, okay, if you don't want to make her all powerful and all seen, then you got to introduce a reasonable block yes. to that. Yep. Because right now, this shit was killing me. <laughs> so what were you yeah. saying? No, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the only thing, if they had to just take taking that line out when she mm-hmm. said, yeah. mm-hmm. I can control it, like, that, take just that line out, and I would have been like, I would have been fine. pissed, but I'm yeah. like, man, come on. Yeah, I don't like, I don't like that it feels like, even back then, it feels like you have enough continuity to bring Heather back, to mm-hmm. bring TK, you know, you, you have enough, yeah. um, thought to have pick up on certain storylines that happened in the past that make sense for the current um, season. So why not take more care with your main characters? Like with mm-hmm. Maya, with Alana, with um, Sean, and with Isabel. Like those should be the motherfuckers that we know exactly what they're capable of and what they're doing. If everyone on the outskirts is kind of gray, then mm-hmm. sure. But Maya, she's the only like main child protagonist in this in this show Mm -hmm. and she has one of the best powers storytelling wise but it's like you're not you're making you're pissing me off man (laughs) just pissing me off like the fact that she won diana was like motherfucker explain like you've been with diana long enough to know that you can't just say some like you could have kept that to yourself yeah honestly you could just kept it to yourself but that's par for the course for her I mean, she's yeah. been saying cryptic shit since the first season, and that, and and you're thinking about the third season that you're gonna get beyond this, especially once again when you've established in the later scenes that she says she, you know, she, since she's been off of the inhibitor, mm-hmm. she's been able to kind of focus it a bit more, and she shows it. We don't talk about that scene, which is weird. Yeah, I mean, which which is which is. <laughs> I understand that the budget was low for this, but um, well, anyways, we'll go to it. But yeah, yeah I, I'm tired of the cryptic speech. Um, yeah, because like this is your, this is your mom. Yeah, and you talk to her like your mom. If you if there's some serious stuff that's going, and albeit in this case, you know she's um she can see the future or whatever, but like as a young woman or as a young girl, as mm-hmm. a young girl, mm-hmm. that's, she's been riding with you since you came back from the future. Hey, right. So, you know, so you don't just like, you know, this, I imagine to see when she's going to get some milk and she turns around and she says, everybody's going to get hurt today. And it's just like, Maya, what the fuck? And then she just walks out yeah. of the room. Like, you like, can't. No, come back, little girl. <laughs> Let's yeah. talk about this. Explain this. <laughs> it, what, what pissed me off a lot, just, again, I could take Maya because this is the shit she's been doing. But yeah. there's no sense of danger when this new woman pops up and we um, see how that goes. Yeah. Did, she, yeah, they, she, she was doing some questionable shit um, when you know, her, because we think that this is her sister. So she's, she makes a lot of stupid decisions and I'm not just going to play it off on just being a kid. Because I, 
because my mom taught me, my mom and my dad taught me about stranger danger. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was yeah. just like, like if they if they not family or close friends, you know, <laughs> then we're not fucking, we're not messing with you. So after that, that. You, oh I don't know. I just it was it was weird. But so after that, we um. And, you know, the credits, I think, run. And then we see Maya, Diana, and Sarah at the house. And Maya, Sarah is, like, talking to Maya about little things that um, she remembers about her parents. So something that, you know, things that seem similar mm-hmm. that she would remember so that they both should remember. The other thing is, I would have clocked her age. If I Maya, mean, yep, she should have been much older. Yes. She looked... Uh, and I guess I don't I don't know why they didn't go older for the age, but if Maya was abducted late forties, early fifties, and she was seven or eight around then, she would have. I mean, math wise, by two thousand, she would have been twenty, thirty, forty, sixty, or seventy. Mm-hmm. If I'm doing my math right, this Wait, woman. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. Yeah, so like maybe in her sixties or seventies. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, this woman didn't look like she was. <laughs> she looked like she was in her hard forties. Let me say that. She, she, no, you're she right. Like, yeah, she didn't look like she was above her her fifties. To me, and I think I think they tried to play it up with her clothing, but like not her attractiveness aside, this woman mm-hmm. did look really hard. But yeah. she didn't look as old because I was counting. So I was like, first of all, why you retcon this girl to have a little sister? And then secondly, why only five years? Like clearly, Maya does have an actual sister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't know. I feel like. I don't. I, whatever. I mean, maybe there because I don't remember there being any mention of her in the first it couple of seasons. It was okay. So yeah, no. there you go. For the sake no. of the story that we're telling right now. Yeah. And yeah. That, but they explained that away when uh, Diana was like, "I called looking for you and this and that, and never got any work." Mm-hmm. And I'm even okay with that. But it's like, come on, my yeah. like, what? I actually liked how Diana went to went went hard and like into yep. her because she was just like I've you've been I've been hitting you up at every address that I could find for you and you're traveling around and this and that and <clears throat> she was being very protective. So once again the <laughs> we talk about <laughs> this was a family mm-hmm. the joke you know with uh the fast and the furious <laughs> one of the things that always stands out to me about this is is the you know family aspect mm-hmm. when it comes to some of the relationships. So um, she tells her, you know, you're gonna you're gonna have to prove yourself, but we're gonna start this off by, you know, with a with a DNA test, yeah. which first really good way to go. So she wasn't mm-hmm. like just like, hey, go hang out with her. And the funny the funny thing about this was when Maya and Sarah were talking, Diana kept telling Maya, you need to. He's like, can you can you give yeah. us a moment? And and Maya wasn't listening because she was just so you know, and caught up with the fact that this might be her, you know, a sister, yeah. her sister and Diana had to repeat it again. So you could tell like how they're, they're suggesting Maya was lost in this yeah. whole thing. Um, so after that, we have Tom and Alana back at the house and there were some really cool lines in this. Actually, uh, I picked, you know, I kind of picked up or tossed my notes. They're discussing how, Everybody at the forty four hundred seemed to be coming at um, coming at Tom, and he says, and Alana's like, um, "I know you don't 
like the center and he's like, I'm fine with the center. They're mm-hmm. not fine with me. Yeah. And he's just like, I, you know, because if you think about it, he's been, unless it's like his job, uh, mm-hmm. he doesn't really kind of come at the 4,400 like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Alana says he, she, you know, they go more into the discussion of her wanting to help people at the center. And she, she, she thinks that he's jealous about it and says, I'll save my best work for you. Which is, <laughs> oh Lord. Yeah. <laughs> but um, anything to add about that? Or we no, um, this is where I was really rooting for Tom. Um, yeah. Because I'm like, even if all of y'all hate him, <clears throat> the very fact that his nephew works here and he's in constant contact with his nephew, um, I don't give a fuck if y'all don't like me. Like, you're not about to beat my ass. And if you have respect for your coworker, Alana, you just avoid her when Tom is there. Like, right. or you smile and keep it moving. Like, I said, I don't know if this is like how people act, but I could hate cops all day long. If my coworker's husband is a cop and we're at a work event, what the fuck I look like? I don't fuck, bitch, you a cop? Fuck you. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, this ain't the time or the place. Like, you, it's a little bit, they, yeah. oh, it's a little bit too much. You, no, really. Much, really. Right? And, the, and the guy that they had coming at Tom in that episode, which I guess, like, represented apparently all of the 4400s who weren't mm. trying to F with him. Uh, he's seen like well, he's, <laughs> the uh, soft batch cookies. Like yeah. he didn't seem like <laughs> like I think my uh, my wife or somebody says that, but like you gotta, they should have had like the muscle bound dude coming up in Tom's Some, face. Yeah, because yeah, Tom would have like easily just clocked whooped that guy ass. upside the head. Yes. Yeah, whooped his yes. ass. Yes. It would have been like an ass whooping <sighs> at the forty four hundred barbecue. Yeah, um, no, for sure. I, I felt disrespected that he was he was an abductee from the age I was I mean from the year I was born. Um, <laughs> so, um, so they show Richard at the hospital. So we have a scene of Richard, um, you know, doing um, taking on Lily's duties where he's talking to a room filled filled with sick children, and he is introducing Sean um, to, you know, for the whole healing activity. So Sean comes up and he tells the people like, you know, please, you know, after you walk out of here, because you will walk out of here today, please let people know about what we did mm-hmm. and that it was a 4,400 who helped you. And I'm like, you know, it's good PR. And then this guy jumps up and just tosses a can of, um, or, or a glass of red paint at him and says, yeah. Nova knows what you did. You know, no one knows what you did, you traitor, and this and that. And, you know, so Sean is all messed up because, um, you know, the it, it, the people are coming to call in. <laughs> Which, this is, okay, let me, okay, I, I'm trying to address this, but I have a, a, a different issue. Mm-hmm. Does the Nova Corps expect for Sean not to help humans? I'm I love that you said. Confused. I love that you call them the Nova Corps. <laughs> yeah, because I don't, wait, what, that's not their name. <laughs> no, they like they, I think oh, they just call the Nova Group. So like, oh, Nova, yeah, we're, oh, we're such like Marvel. comic book nerds. <laughs> <laughs> I was so serious too. Like, no, oh, but you're man. cool. You're cool. But I don't. I don't get. So I'm like, I I get if you're saying like I don't. Is it traitor because of TK or is it traitor because you're because he didn't kill. Like y'all killed TK, right? Or, or I mean, I know he set her up. To, I don't. I, it feels like this attack is too far removed from the event, where mm-hmm. it feels like you're attacking him because he's curing humans of diseases. That's what it, it feels like. 
But I could um, be wrong. Well, no, I think this just goes back to when he sold out TJ in the in episode two, mm-hmm. um, and they threatened him and said, "You you're gonna okay. you're gonna pay for this, you know, for what, what you did." That? But but what I think, that, I mean, at least they didn't shoot him. Uh, I know, <laughs> and, I mean, he just threw pain yeah. on him. And it's just like we're gonna mess with your mind a bit. But the other part of that though is how counterproductive or how I'm trying to, what's the word? Um, anyway, he, that, that seems foolish to me because you sent another 4,400 in there to murder TJ. So you're, you're mad about, <laughs> you're mad about Sean for selling you out, but you didn't do anything to try to save her. And it was something I thought about because you remember in episode, a couple episodes back, they, mm-hmm found a way to get um Gary to you know to get the yeah. mm-hmm. the telepath out. So <laughs> but when it comes to TJ, you just find with just you know shooting her in the head and saying, yeah. well, you know, have a good day. So that's I mean good. so now but you're you're upset at Sean for that. So anyways, but uh but that's what that was connected to because they did threaten uh, yeah. um you know a couple episodes back. So this uh, is you know this, this is, is um Cashing in on it. Um, I'm I'm really pissed though. I wanted to see him heal one of them kids. I'm like, we're already here. Like yeah. I don't, and I don't. Maybe because me, just as a fan, uh, like, wanted I wanted to see his see, abilities. Yeah, yeah, I want to see you cure mm-hmm. these fucking kids. Like they're that was such a yeah. That was weird. That yeah. Was weird. But um, and it's just showing he's not safe. Um, so Tom and Diana back at Intech, they're talking about um. Sarah, you know, popping back up in Maya's life and questioning if, you know, she's legit. And they mentioned the, the DNA test again. Um, and then their boss, and I, I'm sorry, I'm forever forgetting her name, but she gives them a new case about um, a missing 4400 by the name of Lindsay Hammond. Mm-hmm. And she disappeared and disappeared in 1979. Um, and I don't know if this is here is where if they're suggesting or that it's more than just her, but I think, I think she's the first one yeah. uh, that they, that they noticed because she hasn't checked in. So nothing really major here is just basically letting you know what their, what the investigation is going to be for the episode. Also, what year was this? Because the first thing that came to mind when I saw that girl was Avril Lavigne. I was like, are they mm-hmm. trying to play into that look? Cause she yeah. definitely looks like Avril Lavigne. Um, I mean, this yeah. was, this is 2006. Yeah, that's that's about right. That's about right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this um and Jarvis is her name. Is the um Jarvis and the okay. chick, and she's just she just be chilling. I I mean I know she's the boss, but I, she need to do some work. Goddamn it! So yeah, <laughs> but but yeah, that that was a quick quick little missing girls yeah. thing. Uh, and then after that, we see um. <laughs> so now that the no, you know, it shows that Nova is is coming after Sean. You know, Matthew and Richard are like, you know, hey, what's going on, yo? And so Sean has to confess. And now this is where we learn hmm. that where he got the money from. <laughs> he was taking the money from Lily's um, organization mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. give to the Nova group. And when Richard heard that, <laughs> he lost it, man. He was just yes. like, he was pissed. And I think rightly so. Yeah, I can't, I can't fault him for getting upset about the fact that his wife's memory might be associated with. He said they killed half a dozen people. 
Yeah, <laughs> these people killed folks. But um, what were you? So when they revealed that, like, how did you feel about it? I was pissed. I was so fucking yeah. angry because I feel like you are a grown ass man. I don't give a fuck if you're 19, if you're 21. Mm-hmm. You took over this position of power. If regardless if you was pushed into it or not, you accepted that. For you to blindly give money to this group. A group for defense, quote unquote, for the forty four hundred. When you got motherfucking Matthew right there, say what you want about Matthew. This is your point of reference. You ain't talk to mm-hmm. nobody. You giving these people nope. money, and then from a foundation that's supposed to like you, you clearly are not built for this. You're not built for this. <laughs> I was so pissed. I wanted Richard to reach across that table and oh, snatch yes. him up, like I because one, I feel like that would have showed how well we clearly see that richard is angry but that would have put some physical action behind his anger Mm -hmm. so that ultimately when you find that when he ultimately finds out that his daughter and sean are sleeping together now it's that is he gonna whoop his ass or not like i kind of wanted that but i i was pissed too like she's my wife is dead she Mm -hmm. is dead and this is what you do it was um he yeah he kept he was fucking up um bad and I and I didn't feel bad for him I nope. just um you know I just I I didn't I because there were plenty of ways that he could have gone about doing that like you said he got his spooky right hand man Matthew who's willing to do like the shady, shady stuff shit, yes yeah yes. the shady stuff you know so he it just, it was a stupid choice and they're paying for it. Uh, or he's about to pay for it because they keep coming at him. Or you have you now have um, Nova overtly saying, "Hey, we yeah. coming after you," you know, See. which the people outside looking in like, "Don't the forty four hundred hang out together or some shit?" And, yeah. like, and yeah. so that people are going to start asking questions. So yeah, um, yeah. Uh, one thing I do want to point out though, which I fucking hate, and I feel like this has happened on this show before, when they when when. Um, Matthew and Richard responded to that bit of news. Mm-hmm. Sean's like, "Oh well, don't you think I know how? How don't you think I understand how bad this is?" So, so, that's not a fuck enough. That's not enough. <laughs> that, like you, that's not that, like what the fuck is that? Like I go and rob somebody, yeah. and then their mm-hmm. family members get, catch me, and I'm like, "Don't you think I know that was bad <laughs> that I robbed them?" <laughs> Nigga, what you you did something terrible. You need to find a like. I hate it because I felt like that felt so unnatural. To me, that came from a place of privilege. I'm going to just say that because I feel like that wasn't a good response to that wasn't an a, mm-hmm. appropriate response. Like the, the actions taken, like I feel like him acknowledging that he understands it's wrong was like mm-hmm. enough. No, you got caught. That's why <laughs> you didn't come to us with this before and be like yeah. whatever. Fuck the only know. reason that he, the only reason he's coming to them is because now his life is being threatened. There we go. Kids. <laughs> there we kids. go. And for Nova to do that actually in public like that, I think that was smart. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like we're not about to keep doing this like hush hush. Yeah. Like you you like people will ask questions, but after they ask those questions, yeah, we're about to like Straight mollywop your ass. Yeah. I mean, just like you <laughs> see, be scared. Yeah. Um, so they go. Uh, the next one is I think scene is my um, is hanging uh, out with a is hanging out with a friend, and they are interrupted by Sarah, and Maya runs over to her and says that um, I don't know. She just comes over and picks her up for the day. So they cut over to. 
um, the intact. They cut over the intact, and Tom runs in and tells Diana because I don't even I can't remember what they're doing. But anyways, Tom comes in and tells Diana, uh, "Yo, DNA results came back. She ain't yep. her sister." Uh, so she um, Diana calls you know the and the mom where she's having a play date, or they go over to her house mm-hmm. and then. They realize that Maya's gone. You know, the, the daughter, her friend basically says she went with her sister. She went Which, with her sister. How do you not? Okay, I don't know how y'all raising y'all kids, but mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck if I'm in the suburbs, if I'm in the hood, if I'm in the fucking farm town. How do you live on the street? How I feel, I know these kids are like eight, nine. I don't know. Yeah. 11. I don't, I don't yeah. know kids' ages. But how. How how was this woman able to walk up and take Maya, and you don't? Know, and then how did the little girl not tell her mom Maya's gone with her sister? Like all, this whole situation seems kind of weird. Well, with how you know, so we you a true crime buff, like you watch those yeah. shows, yes. And then you can you hear the thing about um, one minute that she was there and one minute she was gone. Yeah, I'm not saying, like. I mean, this definitely is definitely. This is definitely. I, I love that word. Apparently today, <laughs> this is very far fetched. Yeah, in terms of how Maya is dealing with this, um, because they they totally had her acting stupid this episode. Huh. And I and I don't and don't come at me with the the excuse of a kid, mm-hmm. um, but sometimes on the other side of that, there are those situations where. Um, if if <laughs> I hate to put it like this, if if somebody wants to commit a crime, oh yeah, they're gonna do it. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. So they um so in her case, she went in, she snatched this kid up, and she just left. But um, yeah, they were in the backyard from what I remember. The kids were yeah. playing. Uh, now you or I would have gone in to tell the mom that hey, I'm leaving. This you know, so and so can't pick me up, and then the mom would have turned around. Like no, she ain't, but you ain't. <laughs> I hate to say this. Everybody doesn't operate like that, um, and it's and it's dumb, you know. And it's and it's unfortunate because sometimes yeah. kids get got. Um, but I, the older I get, <laughs> the more I understand that um, everybody doesn't think the way that I think or the yeah. way that our parents thought when yeah. we were growing up. Because I hate to say this, if you weren't, we said this before, if you weren't kin to us or if you weren't. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody my mom was kicking it with you yeah. know, the weekend, like a friend or something. Then um, you get the fuck, you could get away from me. You know, yeah. just coming up to me as a stranger. So that's yeah, that's how sure. it was for us. But it's not like that for everybody. Which, um, but she she was dizzy. So the thing that I love about the scene, though, is like after that, Diana is on ten the entire I, yes. episode. Yes. She is like, yes. she was. Well, we'll get to like what I think is my favorite scene. Uh, later on, but uh, she is like, she's like, let's go, motherfucker, let's go, and uh, she's an like, tech running around. Yes. She's like, like everybody's looking for Maya, even that one black dude who's always yeah. nodding his head. Um, you know, you gotta know who I'm talking about. Like, I'm gonna send you a screenshot of this dude. Oh my like, god! Like yeah. in the bullpen, every you know, like, we gotta save her. She's one of her own. Um, you know, they so Diana. But the other thing is, I do see that even though. Diana is at 10 plus. Um, she is, she's still feeling it. Like they show her going throw up because she's like, she doesn't, she's mm-hmm. worried about what, you know, what might happen Yeah. Uh, to her. So what, I mean, what was your, because like, this is the first time that we're seeing her going to like kind of mm-hmm. mom mode like this. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it. 
Um, this made me feel very bad for the very end of the episode. Like, mm-hmm. the very last scene. I was like, God oh, damn. Um, yeah. But, no, no, I, I, I love this. I love this. Mm-hmm. And I like her and Marco. I don't feel as if they've done a good enough job. Maybe they just haven't had the time. But to pair up her and Marco, like, they they have done it over this season, but I feel like I want them together, but it doesn't feel like they've done enough alone to be like, oh, they're a couple or whatever. It no, feels- they haven't given... No, mm-hmm. that's what they, they've done horrible to them. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm like. I want them together. I yeah. like them. I like mm-hmm. her. I like her being this field. I like their dynamic because it's more so what I think the gender roles will be swapped on any other show where mm-hmm. she's the field agent and he's yep. the guy in the chair versus like, I don't know, criminal minds with like uh, yeah. the thick white girl in the chair and then Shamar Moore's character, kind of that yeah. vibe. Mm-hmm. But I like that and I like them together. And I like that when she's out in the field and not just this episode, she is, though she is a field agent, she is still like analytical. She still be focused. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, no, I love this. I love this. I love that. Everybody's like rallying around her too. Like mm-hmm. this is one of our own. And for all the shit that we've dealt with, with Tom to finally have a kind of Amber alert situation with mm-hmm. Maya, that to me felt good. Not that she's abducted, but just seeing how, Diana is handling herself in that same situation. I, yeah. I enjoyed it. I really did. Yeah, because like you said, the first two seasons were mainly focused on Tom's family stuff. Yeah. You know, it was always you know as far as what was happening with Kyle, we ha- who we haven't heard from <laughs> this entire season. I mean, so, yeah, I mean we're only five four episodes into it, so he it might pop still. up. But um, so we we cut to Maya and Sarah. Um, Sarah shows. Takes them to takes her to her house, and she starts. No, actually, no, they're not there yet. So they're walking, and Sarah's asking Maya about her abilities. So in our mind, we're thinking like, "Oh, she just abducted Maya because she's mm-hmm. a superpower person." Mm-hmm. Um, and then the episode said, "No, no, no!" Like towards the end, <laughs> like I will say, like because I, I'm start, I my memory is just bad. I did not know where this was going. Mm, okay, um, and so I'm still thinking like she's just on some, you know, creepy, you know. Child trafficking, yeah, exploit, you know, that type of thing. And this is when we learn that she's learning to focus her abilities. Uh, and Sarah says, Can you can you do that for me? Like, can you show me? And Maya says, Stop. And then you see, you know, one kid skateboarding, one kid on a bike, one kid playing basketball and saying extreme sports. No, he doesn't. No, I'm sorry. (laughs) It was just like every sport that the kids could be doing, but she stops her from getting run over a hit, you know, running into these kids. And in my Mm. mind, I was just like, man, I could have done something better. I mean, it just seemed very basic because in my mind, like you could have heard them, coming up the street like you do something where i can as a viewer say oh shit you just heard heard the kids riding a bike yeah you heard the kids on the skateboard yeah. i know what a skateboard sounds like on the road mm-hmm. i know what a you know kid riding a bike and yes. most kids when they ride their bikes and <laughs> skateboards they're gonna be loud so you yeah. hear them so but it was a it was their quick way of showing that at that moment maya was able to you know hone her abilities so this is where I was just like, I call BS with yeah. these whole cryptic ass statements that she's been doing. Um, 
So I, you know, I don't know. Like how did what? How did it was trash? This was stupid. <laughs> this was dumb. All of this was dumb. Again, this is because if that's the case, why have why has she not been doing this before? And yeah. is it a spidey sense or is it just oh I want to look at the future now? It's like this does not because in past seasons, I think even last season, she like knew that Marco and her mom was going to be together, mm -hmm. but that her mom was liking somebody else and when people was going to die. All of a sudden, I'm like, man, this is fucking stupid. This is dumb. <laughs> and it really pissed me off because you're not getting any red flags from this woman. And if she mm -hmm. says, can you do this for me now? How are you not like it's I have to do too many jumping through hoops to ignore the fact that you can't see this woman means you harm. That's the problem for me. Yeah, I, I could jump through all the hoops. I get a mm -hmm. science fiction, but she is it's one of those things where there are too many gray areas mm -hmm. where her abilities are involved. And we, we get a sense of see, no, actually, no, even in that, they okay, so no, we're we're getting a sense of that in the journal because I did just remember how how they flat you know talk about that and we'll and we'll get to that. Mm -hmm. But her but if you how can something be fine-tuned but not working at the same time? And that's and that's kind of where I am with her. Um, mm -hmm. Because right now it just seemed as if she was dropping breadcrumbs for them to follow to get, you know, to eventually find her versus her fine-tuning her abilities if they are fine-tuned. Because she seems at the same status as she was in the first two seasons. I you, mean... You didn't, you didn't fine-tune shit. That's all. what I'm saying. Like, at unless... All. Unless you just fine tuned it to seek out extreme sports or whatever, um, <laughs> that's, that's the only thing I saw. But yeah. um, Sarah takes her to her house. You know, it's actually a nice house. Um, she and takes her inside. Takes Maya inside mm -hmm. upstairs to like this replica of her room. Like it's it's supposed to be her same room. And and I, I said Maya needs to understand this is creepy as hell. This is I not... mean, yeah. how do you? I know Maya's from a different time, but you've been here in present day for what two years or a year? I don't know how long, how many times, how much time has passed. But you've been here long enough, and you have interacted with enough adults, like just dealing with Diana's sister. Who's yeah. trying to get you to get them lottery numbers and shit, and having Diana as a mom? There needs there you. There's no way like, there's no way there shouldn't be red flags or alarms going off for her. Now she's mm -hmm. a child, so she is helpless in that regard. But like, you have this supercomputer brain where you know every goddamn thing. You didn't foresee this. You didn't foresee being locked like this. This is what I can't. I. I they didn't establish like I'm so emotional because it's somebody in my family that my powers mm -hmm. are going haywire or what, like that. So, or she's not focusing. Yeah, I bet you if Sarah had rolled in on some rollerblades, um, <laughs> she'd announce <laughs> she would have knew. Popping <laughs> wheelies on a on a bicycle. Um, oh my god! But um, so, so after, so she's you know she's in heaven and you know being in the room around. You know, stuff that's familiar with her. Then we cut to the scene where Richard and Matthew mm -hmm. are talking. Matthew basically says that Sean isn't qualified to um to run the center. And, and Richard's like, I don't want to, you know, try to go for no 
you know, power grab or, you know, mm-hmm. like who? And, you know, Matthew's like, no, it would be power sharing. And he's like, I'm trying to keep this movement alive. And he says, mm-hmm. <laughs> ask you straight up, like, if you had been in that role, would you have hey. financed a terrorist organization? By accident. <laughs> By like, accident. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what like, some, some of the lines of this were just like, so direct to the point. And mm-hmm. I, we know that Matthew has an ulterior motive, but in this scene, I couldn't fault him. I could yeah. not fault him for going because it just, and one of the things that does pop up later on is that there is a board of directors and I always, I've always wondered like what kind of, cause in, in the cases of like large corporations, and this is coming from somebody who has never been in that position, but you, <laughs> there's kind of, sometimes there is that power sharing. Like yeah. you don't give the complete control of a company or an organization to one person, yeah. you give them like a percentage, you know, mm-hmm. and then there's a percentage that a board or a group of people have or maybe yep. another person. So mm-hmm. if Sean, y'all were stupid then to give him complete control as a kid, and I understand he could heal people, but I guess it took him actually funding a terrorist organization for them to be like, okay, now this is our opening to, try to, <laughs> to try to balance this out. I don't get it. This nigga has had terrible. He has done terrible shit. Not terrible in the sense that he's a bad person, but terrible mm-hmm. like for the sinner. Remember when yeah. he was with that girl who was like homeless, <laughs> yes. and she brought all them problems to this. I'm like, you keep <laughs> fucking up. This ain't the first time. This is the biggest fuck up. But yeah. like, you're not good at this. Like yeah. you, he should be in somebody's like business. Like he should be in college. There's no. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. you, I mean, like doing that on the side, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. taking courses at night and, you know, helping to run the organization or yeah. just real talk. They could just trot them out to heal people. Yeah. Like that's, the you know, that's why I don't think that it's such a bad idea for Richard to step in mm-hmm. who has an experience as, yep. you know, he, he starts citing he's like, you know, you were an officer in the military, you're an adult. Um, you know how to schedule your time, you know, to go to uh, Office Depot and pick up a scheduler yes, or a planner. Yes. You just you don't like all those extreme sports like those psychics anyway. Get out of but, here. Um, <laughs> that type of shit. But um yeah, like yeah, Sean who lived under the bridge. Like I remember, you kept saying, "Like she lives under a bridge." It's <laughs> just like, what the fuck? What are you? Yeah, that type of stuff. Oh my god! Yeah, he sucks. But yeah, and you could tell. I mean, and, and and you know, love who you love, but even her, there were a lot of things. Like he had this whole savior complex going with that. Yes, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just like you can't save everybody. Yeah, I guess that's not for you. I mean, that's not to do. So anyway, so that's what comes out of this. So Richard starts thinking about that. Um, Intac, go back to Intac. Marco, Diana, and Tom are studying Maya's journals. Mm-hmm. And so this is where we get a sense of what Maya has been doing for, I guess, the past, since she's been off the in- inhibitor. Yeah. Um, but you remember there was a thing with Maya's journals yep. in the previous season. So it's mm-hmm. just like every, everything comes back to Maya's journals. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marco mentions that she talks about all of these different, these events or things that are going to happen, but she never has dates for them. Mm. So once again, this is not any different than what we were doing in the first couple seasons. Like her, there, there's no, I don't know how more obscure you can get with her abilities than this. This is not like the second level. Um, yeah. And then the, the really messed up thing about it though, is that he does, he's like, she yeah. does, uh, 
does say when I die. She does talk about how I die. And he's yeah. like, it's kind of cool. And I was like, oh, no. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah. Um, and I think this goes back to the, this is just touching on the discussions that we had, but did you, before, but do you have anything else to add or? I, um, I think Maya's journal should have been a bigger plot point than they were. Like, this first two arcs should have been sent because of the things that happened at the end. Mm-hmm. And I haven't watched anything past this episode, so I don't know, you know if Maya come back or whatever. But I feel like those journals were a wasted opportunity to like be something bigger. Um, mm-hmm. But that that comment about knowing how he's gonna die that fucked me up. Yeah. But I was excited to hear. I, all in all, I think this um, like when drawing the butterflies and all that. I think some of this stuff should have been seeded in episodes before, or maybe at the beginning of this episode, like something. Because I feel like there wasn't much. Yeah, I mean, I and I understand what you're saying. It um, there now. The thing I'm happy about is that this is a two parter. So that's, right, that's right, right. Like, true, true. If they had wrapped this up in one episode, that I would have been really <laughs> irritated. Um, but even with having more time to tell this specific story, mm-hmm. there are things that seem a little rushed, yeah, or at least not planted the best way. And you know, mm-hmm. and this is yeah, this is the first time that we're seeing her journals for this episode. So you know, at least we're halfway through, and like right. now we see the butterflies. Because yeah. um, I think that's one of the things he mentions, and they're trying to figure out what that means. Mm-hmm. So, and then I think there's also another line in there, the circle, and yeah. that's where it is. So the um, he she she writes that I'm in a circle with Tyler Downing, and remember Tyler <laughs> was the um the kid from yeah episode two who had the ability to control electricity. So yep. they look at that as a possible clue. And then she, they go and talk to Tyler who is younger and her, his sister who is mm-hmm. you know, taking custody of him. This is my favorite scene. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Um, <laughs> so Diana and Tom are there at the house and the boy is like freaking out because um, Diana once again is on, What's the Dragon Ball Z level nine thousand? Yes, and she is just she's not shaking them. She's like, "What does a circle mean, Tyler? Where, where are y'all in a circle? The circle." And then the kid and the Tyler is just like, "Yeah," he's like, "No, I don't know." And then yeah. you know, yeah. and Diana's losing it in the best way possible. And even Tom, no, the sister says something to the effect of like, "You, you know, we've been at hey. this." Yes. <laughs> We've yes. been at this. Yes. And the kid ain't saying that my brother isn't saying anything different. I understand you want to find your daughter, yeah. but you're terrifying my, my brother. Yeah. And I think Tom backs her up, but um no, Diana was she was hardcore, man. Mm-hmm. I mean he, she wasn't slapping a kid, but she yeah, no. the kid seemed terrified. <laughs> yeah, no, I, and everybody should have. Like I was like, God damn, like yeah. <laughs> And I like the way she played that because it wasn't like a, stere- a stereotypical like cop uh, yeah. interrogating somebody. It was very much she didn't. Oh, I, I don't know what it is, but that actually did a very good job mm-hmm. and not making it feel like okay, you're being abusive. Like at some point, it's like we told you ten times we don't know, so leave <laughs> exactly. us alone. But it never felt like little motherfucker. You better tell me what you know. Like. <laughs> She had the right amount of energy to interrogate a child, I feel. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I loved it. Um, 
kid was crying and the adult was yeah. yelling at him. But um, uh, I don't know what that says about me. But anyway, so Maya, <laughs> they show Maya and Sarah uh, back at the, um, I'm going to call it the Bates Motel house. Um, and Maya, I just, in my notes say ditzy AF. Like she's acting ditzy as fuck. She's, she's, so she decides to now step out of her room because, like, what has she been doing in the room? Just like playing yes. Ella Fitzgerald and playing with toys. Like, is that what they used to do back in the fifties? Just like listen to jazz music because that what was the you? it was the it was the hops back then and and play with toys, you know, little stuffed animals. And then she decides to walk out um, into the hallway. And the thing I love though is that none of these other kids have popped up. <laughs> since they brought her in. So she goes and tries to open a hallway door. And that's when surprise Lindsay Hammond, the kid who had gone missing early in the episode, or they talked about going missing, uh, pops up. And then the wonder twins, I call them the wonder twins because we don't know their names at that point. We don't know nothing about these damn people. (laughs) Exactly. It's just a boy. And a girl. they may not even be twins, but they, you know, they I don't know. They, related. <laughs> they look like they're related. Yeah. So, um, the, um, so then we have that. Um, and that's when Lindsay lays it out. And what is, what's the, what is what be Goldberg saying? Ghost? <laughs> you yeah, you change the girl. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's yeah. what Lindsay says. She's like, she's like, uh, hey, welcome to. You know, the end of your life or something. Yeah, pretty and much. she says uh, they're gonna sell us to the highest bidder. And I was just like, "Damn, Lindsay, um, like, what, what kind of life have you lived?" Yes, that, <laughs> you, yeah, yeah. I, I was uh, like, Lindsay, Lindsay, not supposed to know about this stuff, but um, so she basically lays it out that you are not going to get out of here. We've been mm-hmm. here for a minute, mm-hmm. um, and then. When they hear um, Sarah coming up the stairs, they all run to their own separate rooms. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we see Sarah in this, like, and, and to me, and just being real, like, for what Sarah's doing, she she got the right dude. She, she got this, like, hulking big yeah. dude. And they bring, they're bringing in Tyler. Uh, to toss him into Which, a room. how did they get him? Because thank you for asking that question. If I am his sister after you, after this, after yes. this section came to my, no, me and him, we packing our shit up and we're going mm-hmm. to visit somewhere else for a month. I'm, yeah. No, ain't nobody else coming near my brother. No, right. this is weird. And so the other, uh, the other thing that kind of got me was, um, when they're at, so when they're at Tyler's house, there are other intake agents there. Yep. So you know that he's connected to this case somehow because he's mentioned inside the journals. So they didn't leave a guard at the house. I they mean, didn't leave, they didn't leave like survey, you know, the house under surveillance. But um, so yeah, but Sarah and uh, Odu were able to get in there and um, you know kidnap him. So so now he's in the. He's in the. I'm, I keep wanting to call it dollhouse, but now he's in the. He's in the house with them, um, and the tone that they're setting is very creepy. Yeah, um, and that's one of the things I do like about this episode is that it's like you don't know what they're about to do, um, and these kids are just, you know, they're 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 sequestered in like this hallway, and that's yeah. it. You know, mm-hmm. so. Um, Mm-hmm. I actually wanted to see what each of the other rooms looked like to see yeah. if they modeled yeah. them after the rooms that Man. they had come. 
Yeah. But, you know, I'm overthinking it probably. But so then we see Alana and Heather and Tom. Well, Alana and Heather at the house. And Tom comes home after, you know, trying to help find Maya. So he's mm -hmm. frustrated. But Alana is now having a. Um, I don't want to say role play because that, that gives a conversation. But um, yeah, I mean they're having a session where Alana is doing the whole projection thing, and Heather explains that Alana took her back to the year that she was abducted, and they were able to see Nixon leave the White House, and I was, and she said it felt so real, and you know just all that. Mm -hmm. um, so you know once again the showing the extent to which Alana's abilities are growing. Mm -hmm. um, and Tom is just like, oh, okay, well, I had a bad day, and he goes yeah. to drink. <laughs> yeah. so Tom is in his feelings, and you oh. know Heather is like awkwardly sitting in the living room when Alana comes to talk to Tom and says, "Hey, you know, when she leaves, I can you know take you somewhere to ease your mind." And he's like, oh, "I don't want to," and then he just goes <laughs> to the back, and that's about the extent of that. Um, yeah. So, mm. and I think she also mentions that she's going to take the position. The reason yeah, that they were yeah. doing it. Yeah, the reason that they were doing it, I what she said was to practice, you know, what she's going to be doing at the um, mm -hmm. at the, at the center. So. Yeah, mm, Tom is uh, he's he. I'm I'm actually on his side for most of this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. this was frustrating to me. Like she irritated me because she's like, "Oh, I think I'm gonna take the job," and not because I feel like you can't have a job, but this is also something that you you haven't even talked to your husband about again. Take it fine, but there hasn't even been a conversation with mm -hmm. this man about what that means for y'all. Because he's like, you got you work at the fucking uh, art gallery. What's up with that? She's like, oh, Tina can sell or whatever. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like for a married couple, this is a big yeah. decision that you didn't even involve him. Not in once did you say anything. Everything that yeah. he's getting about this job, he's getting from other people. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know. I just. I was on his side. I think he was in his feelings because this, like, if I had a teacher who could take the whole class back to fucking World War II <laughs> and we could see, like, that's that's some good shit. But, like, yeah. at the same time, it's like, this shit is coming out of nowhere for him. This is yeah. not fair. But, yeah. No, no, yeah, it's not, not fair at all. Um, but, um, <laughs> once again, this goes back to the whole were they okay? So when he walked in, were they holding hands or were they? I think she held her head. I think she was holding okay. his head. Because uh, but but we still do go back to the original season where she was introduced, and when they did this, she wasn't touching him. So mm -hmm. you know you know episode three when we talked about how why didn't she just yeah. toss a yes. memory into the <laughs> into the kidnapper's head? But anyway, so um, next scene is Matthew. Ugh. Matthew and Isabel. Um, so Matthew being in the room with her when she's changing clothes, That's once weird. again, a skeevy as hell. Um, he looks kind of like a skeleton to me sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, so he and we and she's guiding. Oh, that's what it is. So she Isabel mentions that or maybe he mentions that maybe you should guide Sean to making the right choice about stepping down or stepping mm -hmm. up or whatever. Um, he's just being manipulative, you know, playing both sides against each other. I guess mm -hmm. in this case, Sean, uh, Isabel telling Sean that maybe he shouldn't step down and it's just, it's, it's whatever. Um, any thoughts about this? And the whole scene is fucking disgusting. I don't understand yeah. 
why this only the only black woman on this damn show every fucking time she's on screen she's completely naked or she's doing some outlandish stupid shit that she should not be doing why is this man watching her change like i don't get that because you could have easily we've seen people change before isn't there like a partition in sean's office where some some woman i think the woman from the bridge somebody changed behind that partition Mm -hmm. and and this isn't even matthew because whatever he's gross but the show the way in which they have her in this like mint green panty set standing in frame but also like the the mirror of her ass and her back Mm -hmm. i said this is not this is overkill this is too much because it's one thing to be like okay here's some sexy stuff to wear for sean wear this blah whatever it's one thing to have her go in her room and change and come out even that's weird but it's like the way that they keep positioning this black woman's body is Mm -hmm. very um it's it's disgusting and there's no point because you could have had the same exact conversation in a ball gown and some corduroys mm-hmm. and a long t-shirt like there's no we already saw her have sex with him so we yeah. know that she's sexually act, so we don't need to see all this i don't i don't get that but you're not doing this to any of these other characters whereas these white women walking around with these victoria's secret panties on just for the hell of it right i don't I mean, real, they didn't even have Lily dressed like this. At all. <laughs> no. I, ugh, God they didn't damn. even have Lily dressed like, like nobody else in this has. There's not even they, men in here who's like shirtless all the goddamn time. No, right. I mean, they, they haven't like overly sexualized anybody in the series. Mm, but her. Uh, but her. And it's, uh, it's weird. Like I said, I told you, I remember telling you a while back, man, when we mm-hmm. got to. When mm-hmm. we got to Isabel, yeah, you know, in, in this context, yeah, you know how you were going to be feeling about her, so or how they're dealing with her. Um, we sometimes we joke about the acting with the actress, mm-hmm. um, but you know I think she she's doing you know decently with the material that she has. Yeah, but my thing is always going to come back to the people who are the writers or the producers, yeah, or the decision makers, you absolutely. know, because she she didn't have a hand in writing this. Yeah. You know, so as far as I know, as far as writing credit, right? So, mm-hmm. um, and it just it's it comes off as just skeevy and just weird. Yeah. Um, so we come back to the kids. Um, Generation X. Got yeah, Generation me. X. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think somebody starts asking the question like, "Why not?" Or maybe I ask the question like, "Why not use the abilities?" <laughs> um, I think in my notes, I like I wrote that down. <laughs> it's like, why not just use those damn abilities? Yeah. I mean, aside from like. Maya's, who's pops up like every you know uh, six five months. hours, yeah, yeah six months, <laughs> um, five six hours, five months, six hours, three minutes, uh, two seconds, um, and they this is when they start doing a breakdown, and actually no, this is when uh, keep forgetting her name, Lindsay starts mm-hmm. like hey, she's the one that starts saying. Hey, let's you know, let's try to combine our powers like Captain Planet or some shit. And yeah. they're Wonder Twins. Uh, I call them Waterbenders, but that's mm-hmm. not the best way to put it. They <laughs> they practice. They're able to move water mm-hmm. through a process called diffusion. Mm-hmm. I think it's called diffusion. And yeah, yeah one of the, the the sister corrects the brother, and it's it's cute. Uh, Tyler explains that he he can control electrical currents. And Maya says, "Well, I can see the future. Six months, five hours, eight minutes." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, oh, um, shit. 
Then I, I wrote down, why is her shit so sometimey? Everybody can use their abilities. Yes. I mean, the only thing that should be preventing them from using their abilities is if they get tired or mm -hmm. incapacitated. Mm -hmm. um, sort of like thinking like the X-Men. You know, yeah. you, can, you, you can't do this stuff all the time. Um, but the one thing that I thought was interesting was Lindsay didn't give her ability. Yeah, at all. No, nope. Lindsay didn't. And it made me start wondering, because I wrote in my notes, it's like, the, I said the talking girl, because I can't remember her name, but talking mm -hmm. girl is a snitch. Yeah. But then we see what happens to her. Mm -hmm. um, they cut back to any any thoughts about, you know, this, where they are no, laying out the... I'm really mad because this show, and it does it a lot, where there are things that pops up that they just gloss over and not... Not to even say that there's bad writing or storytelling, but like mm -hmm. the fact that these five kids are like the chosen ones for right. the shit that's it's like this would have so been important. a good arc on its own. Like I mm -hmm. like I wish we had have saw and it could just be my love of like X-Men coming in, but mm -hmm. I would have loved to have seen more of these kids together, even if they were just being kids, not mm -hmm. using powers, because this is adequate enough to get me through the episode, but I'm like, you can't establish that these are the five, you know, OG yep. X Men, and, and not like, and not say anything, and not yeah, and not come back to that. And yes. to be honest with you, maybe they do come back to it, but I hope. we, yeah, I, I, I hope. But um, I mean, we've seen Tyler for a couple episodes, but it hasn't been in the context of like, mm -hmm. you know, there's something larger when it comes to him. Yeah. Um, so we go back to Intech. Uh, they're still looking for Maya. And then what happens is they're still talking, they're still hung up on this circle thing. And uh, Marco brings a, uh, a cup of, or like a, a coffee mug. Yeah. Uh, the coffee, you know, coffee to her. And then she puts it on the map and, you know, they're talking about like, you know, I'm, I'm you know, just like, dialogue about the search and then when she picks up the mug she sees something on the map and then she calls tom over and then she points at the map and what the the coffee mug has left an imprint on mm -hmm. the map and for a specific area so this is a circle that uh for them to search so this is a circle that maya had mentioned in her um journal you know mm -hmm. in addition to the butterflies and uh, I don't know if there was anything else at this point. I don't think so. Yeah, so that, that was a big thing for that. So then we come back to Sean, Matthew, and Richard. Sean, I put Sean is acting like a baby here. Um, because they, they went to him and took him. Or did, I, was this when they gave him the deal or when they were shaking hands on it? I can't remember. Yeah. Okay. This is when they presented him with the deal, you know, mm -hmm. with the whole thing. And, and you know, he fucked up. And he, yeah. he, he sees it. He sees them coming at him as a threat, which I was just like, okay. I mean, we're not the ones that threw paint on you in front of sick children. At all. At yeah. all. So, um, not his finest moment. No. So Tyler, Maya, and the girl, and Lindsay. Um, oh, and one thing I forgot to say about that scene was uh, back when the kids were you know, introducing their abilities or yeah. talking about their abilities, uh, Sarah and you know, Goon won came up and took her and so now they bring her back and something's up with her like she seems very she doesn't even remember she's like her memory is shot or something mm -hmm. like she can't remember mm -hmm. and that that's even more creepy you yeah know, as far as um mm -hmm. the situation that you know they're dealing with or that they're in so 
I think um, she did a good job. Whoever that girl, that actress, and she looks maybe 13, 14. Mm-hmm. She did, I think, a good job as a child actress mm-hmm. at portraying a lobotomized person. Like, she was very much, especially next to Maya, everybody's great, but she did a really good job <laughs> at portraying it. Yeah, Maya's terrible. I'm sorry, sis. <laughs> You're bad. So, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, um, it wasn't the best. I, um, I was trying to see if they had her listed on here as far as the actress. But mm. anyways, um, so after that, uh, Tom and Diana are rolling around um, Vancouver, Seattle, trying to find Maya. Um, <laughs> nothing major here. There's a bunch of cops like going in different directions within this, you know, you know, set mm-hmm. area that they're looking yeah. in. Um, Isabel, oh. Isabel and Sean um, are about to, they're sleeping again. They're about to like get it on or whatever. And Sean, and I wrote this is wrong. Sean didn't say that. Sean is in his head, not about the fact that he's doing something reprehensible. Right. But he's like, oh, they're going to take the sugar away from me. Mm-hmm. Um, Isabel is just like, well, uh, <laughs> let's just. <laughs> This is weird. She's like, let's just clap back. You know, yeah. I, she's like, I can do anything. Yeah. I was just like, God, that's your that's dad. Your, right. Like, that's the thing that gets me. It's just like, you were talking about Matthew, I can understand because of y'all's history, but your dad? She's, you know, how do you feel about that? <laughs> I think it's stupid. Again, this is you, you. This is not the same girl that was a baby, like killing racist people. Mm-hmm. Like, how? What are we? What are we doing with her? Like, what? What is? What is the point? Because you're not. There's no continuity here, and to even play with the idea of like getting rid of your dad for someone to be going on this self-discovery journey of like things that you um, do in like fucking coming of age movies that I didn't get to do. You're quick to like flip the switch and be like, let's kill all these niggas. And I was mm-hmm. like, what this is this is an extreme that doesn't make any sense. What is yeah. because now my worry as Sean is now with me and you argue, Isabella, are you gonna just murder me? Exactly. And he had to tell, like it was just an argument, like, no, sis, relax. Like he he's good. But my yeah. other concern being Sean, I'm thinking I don't want to be physically intimate with Isabel at all. Especially because once she's two years old in mine, but I don't shit is she 45 and I don't whatever. Yeah. What if she reverts back to fucking one years old randomly? It's just it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot that I think the show did not address or has mm-hmm. not yet. And Isabel is is a variant that I am not excited about. Yep. I agree with everything. <laughs> the the only thing I'll add is that when she's in the bedroom, she's acting smart and conniving. Um, and outside of that, they still have still have her acting like very childlike. And I my thing is like, so the only so you're suggesting that when she's in this space, like she's smart. <laughs> like when she's, you know, and it's just, it's just really weird. But I think like in their eyes, there's a scene that comes later on where they're like, well, we flipped the script on you. And I'm no, just like, no, you didn't. that's not, that's not the, that's not what I take from this. Um, mm-hmm. Cause y'all been doing this for like 
even before she started like knocking the whatever. So anyways, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's it's whatever. I'm yeah, I'm going back to the 2000s. Yeah. Uh, or the late nineties. Uh, so Maya, Maya, and I have in quotation Sarah. Um, she tries. To, they take Maya downstairs. Um, you know, her and Goon one, and sit her at this table. And once again, they're playing old timey music to keep her safe. And I'm like, this child has listened to other music I outside mean, of like you know Benny Goodman or some shit like that. Um, and kids look up Benny Goodman. Um, so <laughs> the man. The man being in the corner is creepy. They want her to drink something. I say she, Sarah's trying to get Maya effed up. Yeah. Um, and then the, you know, she, and she's starting, she's talking to her and she's like, we want you to feel better. And if you just drink this, you'll be fine. And then um, there, Tyler starts, the electricity starts going in, going off yep. and going. Mm-hmm. And so Maya is just like she knows, and Maya she, like don't say this stuff, I, bro. Like, she, oh. <laughs> it's like she's just like they're doing it, they're doing it, and I'm just like just let it roll. They're trying to help you. Oh my! I God. mean Tyler, Tyler earlier had been like I don't want to help nobody, uh, you know, um, whatever. But he's stepping up now, and you're just like giving the plan away, and like, then. The this, the special effects, or at least the makeup effects, this is pretty messed up. Um, she the Wonder Twins start messing with, and this is smart. It's not just mm-hmm. like it's not mm-hmm. like water bending. Actually, the closest thing I could think of was um, I don't know if you used to watch Avatar, but they used mm-hmm. to do this thing called blood bending. Yeah, yeah, blood bending. That's mm-hmm. what this reminded me of. Except in this case, they weren't controlling them; they were. Leaking the water, yeah, yeah the mm-hmm. water out of their bodies. The one, yeah, like I was like, shit, that was good. Yeah, that was the best use of these abilities this yes. episode. Yeah, um, not the extreme sports example, but this one. <laughs> uh, the guy falls out. The woman starts like her face starts getting red. She's water, you know, her face is getting very liquidy, and mine starts just running around the house. Um, and I think even. In my notes, I said, "Maya, shut up!" <laughs> Just like, "No, stop giving the plans." So they cut yeah. to they cut to Diana. She sees the butterflies on the fence of a house that they're. They, it's basically the house that Maya and them are, yeah. quote unquote, in. Um, and then they burst inside as they they're cutting between Maya running through the house and then Sarah, you know, all messed up, um, starts, you know coming after her and then Maya finds some keys opens the front door as Tom and them are opening the front door and then Tom and them walk into in on a realtor showing off the house mm-hmm. which has always had a for sale sign so we should have maybe that should have yeah. been a cloak yeah. but had a for sale sign and he's just like yeah this house is I'm just you know I'm showing this house to you know to buyers mm-hmm. and then Maya walks into the room from the future, the um, room that Tom that was Tom in. walked into, yeah, that Tom yeah. was in, and it basically, I think this room is where they were experimenting on the people to give them their abilities in the future. Mm-hmm. And what's so when Sarah appears, and she is not hurt or anything, she's she's not leaking water, and she explains <laughs> to Maya that you're in the future, and the forty four hundred still haven't changed the timeline. So we've taken you and the four other kids. I think right now it's yeah, four other kids uh, mm-hmm. to change things. There, she gives her plan as we're going to 
actually, well, this is that comes later. So then we go back to this unimportant ass scene of Sean Matthew. <laughs> And like at this point, I'm just like, why are y'all cutting away from this? Yeah. Um, so we go back to Sean. They sign an agreement. Richard shakes his hand. And then they show Isabel. I guess this is important in this respect. But Isabel is talking to Matthew afterwards. And then Isabel says, I actually worked. I didn't follow the advice that you follow the route that you wanted me to go. Yeah. And I did my thing. And she says, I don't even know. Well, should I be scared of you? And then she does this whole telekinetic thing where mm-hmm. she picks him up off the ground and bends him, bends him over mm-hmm. backwards Back, and, yep. and mm-hmm. then just drops him on the ground and says, I'll be doing my own shopping from now on. That's what a special effects budget went into for this episode. Was that right there? Because <laughs> I was like, ooh, this is good. This is yeah. okay. Yeah, <sighs> she fucked him up, but it just seemed, for me, it just seemed anticlimactic. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know why. I mean, it just it's it, it's her now owning her, like she she's owning herself, like she's she's doing her own thing, yeah, um, and not being somebody's puppet. So, you know, we'll see where this goes. But um, mm-hmm. back to the scene where I was actually invested in. Um, so the late Sarah explains to Maya that they've abducted the five kids to place them back earlier than they had before. Um, and the funny thing is, like, so does that mean that you never abducted the 4400? Or, and, I, and in my mind, I'm thinking, like, maybe the 4400 did come back later, but these kids, they just brought them back randomly and didn't make it a big event. Mm. And so that's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. And the sad, the sad thing is, Maya's like, no, 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 you know, I don't want to forget my family or forget my mm-hmm. mom and Marco. And and then she's like, well, no, baby, they'll forget you too. And I was like, oh, no, shit. That's not, that's not, <laughs> I was like, that's God. Not <laughs> like, that's not going to make her feel better. Yeah. And, and then they they erased her. I think, it, I don't know if it goes to white, but they cut to her, Diana and Maya's apartment in any vestige of Maya is being yep. deleted. Like a mm-hmm. big ass M for Maya. Yep. Her bedroom is converted into like an office. Mm-hmm. And then they show a picture of her and okay, this could have been done better. They show a picture yep. of her and Diana at the forest. And then they just like blank Maya out. And I'm just like, why don't you just put like who her t- sister or Marco there? I mean, and who, who, like, take, who takes a picture photo. like this? Yes. You like she's <laughs> all the way on the right side. Yeah, this was this was weird. I I didn't I I like this idea, but I don't like this because okay. I felt like they dropped the ball again. This is just me, my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Maya should have been acting out this whole episode so that it could be yeah. some type of cautionary tale, like see you going against your mama, and now you know the worst possible thing <laughs> could happen. You like You'll never see her again. Yeah. Um. I don't like Sarah. I like what she represents, but mm-hmm. this whole shit ain't right. We got to send you back in the pe- Like, what is the plan here? Because if you're sending her back to before she was even born, no mm-hmm. one is expecting her. So what, like, what happens? Does she yeah. just need to grow up and have kids? Like what? So the whole big event that's coming, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel defined enough for me. That's one of the criticisms I sometimes feel you have with this show. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, there, you have these moments where, and I think it's a legit argument, but then also I do think that the show 
does well with the you know well enough you know with the concept enough to keep me interested mm -hmm. but there sometimes it doesn't feel that there's as intricate as a game plan for what each of these people how they're contributing like why send back a serial killer with abilities like that's the thing like that must have been when they had like the temps working yeah, um, <laughs> that's yeah. Like the tips were like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> don't give yeah. a, you know, they. That's mm -hmm. just that doesn't make any sense. And I think people question ask those questions in the episode. And actually, maybe it is something that this TV show is aware of because, um, actually, no, I think the TV. I think the TV show is very aware of because you do have people who question how these people are actually affecting humanity or humanity's future for the best and for the better because that's a very the only way that you're going to save, at least let's say it happened in our context, the biggest thing that we have right now is climate change. Yeah. You know, so unless you send people back with abilities who are going to be able to kind of hold that off, mm -hmm. um, then that's that's, you know, that uh, you're not going to be able to combat, you know, deal with climate change. But the other part of it is a lot of the stuff is man made. You yeah. can't change a person's mindset. Like mm -hmm. we, we, we got people, we were talking about this. I was talking about this earlier with my wife. Like people are still dying from COVID yep. and people refuse to get vaccines or to wear masks. Like mm -hmm. if you don't want to get a vaccine, then at least wear a mask. But people are, have basically decided that I ain't going to do that shit. And at a certain point, more people are going to keep dying. Yeah. So it's very, it is very ambiguous. And I think it is something that the show does focus on. Like a lot of this stuff seems larger, mm -hmm. um, than what people with abilities can deal with. You would hope yeah. that if somebody came back and turned a part of the uh, a big ass desert into an oasis, you'd be like, man, let's get behind that. But no, yeah. it's just they and, won't. So, and, and it feels and that, like oh, no, no, finish what you're saying. No, it feels like they should be going after the Nova group. Like because if if they are the ones who are weaponizing their powers mm -hmm. and you're concerned about some big threat still coming, where do they fall in this then? Why are we not addressing that? Maya yeah. hasn't like, and then you're taking Maya. She's a child. Take a grown person. Like mm -hmm. I, her powers are so ambiguous themselves. The rules keep changing. That what mm -hmm. is she? I think this impending doom is a giant MacGuffin, and it's like you don't. If you, as the writers' room, say at the very least, a giant shark will attack the world in mm -hmm. season five, we can work towards that. Work, but yeah. to be like. It could be a snake. It could be climate change. It could be, you know, Trump. Like it's like that's not that's not good enough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was um, there was you remember that Stephen King um, Dead Zone. Mm. There's a book that he I don't know if it was a book. I think it was a book first, but the basic gist of it is there's a presidential candidate who's going to turn out to be the next Hitler, the next mm. like very like horrible mm -hmm. uh, ruler. So. In the original movie, it was um God, what was the name of it? Christopher Walken mm -hmm. dealing with having these visions of what's gonna happen and yeah. should he is he gonna kill him? You know, that type of thing. So mm -hmm. you know, so that's a set goal. And mm -hmm. this in light of this, this is very ambiguous. Like the world is effed up. I was like, was it nuclear war? Was it climate change? Did aliens attack us? <laughs> Did was it the January sixth insurrection <laughs> that yeah. happened? So that type, that type of stuff. So, I, the show I think acknowledges it at times because they've had these discussions like we're having right now. Um, but there are times where 
you do feel I really would like to see the series Bible for this. Yes. To see what it's like. I mean, well, if it was Misha Green, she would have she would have hey, this. Hey, we get a picture every day, goddamn. Exactly. Every damn day. Like this is what y'all missing out on. But yeah. <laughs> um shout out to Misha Green. Uh yes, Lord. But yeah, um, so you know that's the end of the episode. Um, I, you know, like I said, I I enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was really messed up, you know, how it ended. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm glad that we were getting a two parter because, like, this is not a, this is not a. You can't cram this whole yeah. episode into just one. And so, um, but yeah, I. Um, so it's um, I. I I enjoyed it, yeah, you know, but I do definitely kind of. I do see, you know, the questions. I understand you mm-hmm. know, where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah, I I enjoyed it as well. But I'm just hoping that Maya comes back as at least a teenager or an adult, because so like that's... or like an old woman, and she got to mm-hmm. convince uh, Diana that she was her daughter. Like I, I just I don't know, but I enjoyed it. And I, I'm ready for the next episode, but I'm not gonna watch it mm. until we record again. But I am very excited for part two to see what the hell happens. Because yeah. it's your yeah. kids, Marty. No, yeah. um, <laughs> pops up, yeah, pops up in the DeLorean. Um, mm. but um, so let's go. Well, do you want to get into the most recent, like the reboot news? I mean, it was yeah, just kind come of on. reactions. Okay, yeah. so. The CW released um, teaser trailers for three of the characters in the upcoming reboot. And I think we actually just now got a release date of mm. October 25th. Mm. So, and I, maybe there was a press release that went along with the, um, that went along with this. And I th- actually know it might've just been from earlier news, but one of the things that stood out to me and actually Rain, you, you pointed it out was the, um, the reboot story will center on overlooked, undervalued, mm-hmm. or otherwise marginalized people. Mm-hmm. And the three clips we saw were um, so much melanin. Huh, so I much, mean, so much. Yeah, golly, so the much extras, yep. the main people, yep. even the white folks had melanin. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, 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 they, um, they're the characters intro that the clips introduced were Claudette, Reverend Johnson, and Shanice. And Claudette is the wife of a civil rights activist who disappeared in the 50s. Johnson is a member of uh, Reverend Johnson, member of an affluent black church family who disappeared in the 90s. And Shanice is a new mother who vanished in 2005. Mm-hmm. And they all seem to have a connection to each other. But um, yeah, I was. I was impressed because one of the, one of the things that is very apparent is between that description that we just read off, but then also so much color. They got in the main cast. Mm-hmm. There are more people of color hey. in this than all hey. in all of the seasons combined. I mean, of the forty four hundred. But I mean, who you got now? You got Isabel, that black dude from Intact. Um, no, he was no. That's about no. He was <laughs> that dude was an extra. He was an extra. I'm talking yeah. about somebody who actually talks. Oh yeah, so <laughs> just Richard and show. Isabel. Yeah, just Richard and Isabel, and then there. And I'm looking Wait, at is Marco cast. White. Marco was, I think he's, I want to say Latino, um, I but think, I, I, I think could he's, be. But he's yeah. white passing, goddamn it, because shit. <laughs> yeah. But, but looking. Yeah. Looking at these 
looking at the cast, mm-hmm. there's so much is so much color in here. Yeah. Like and I, and the other thing that I like is the only thing that's going to be similar is that they the sim I mean is that these people who vanished over time mm-hmm. are just returned. You know, and from there, sky's the limit. I mean, like if they were just doing following the same beats, I would have a problem with that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like if they were following every episode. But what what were your thoughts about the trailer? Oh, I loved it. I love every single one. And and it was it was short enough. It was long enough. I mean, it was short enough to get you. Oh, what the fuck am I trying to say? It was short, but it was enough content in each trailer that mm-hmm. had you like, okay, what the fuck is this? Because mm-hmm. now having, even if I we've never did this show, I pretty much knew the basics about 4400 mm-hmm. that there are people who have come back from this place to time. Um, this shit, seeing the black point of view is, and then I, mm-hmm. one of them is a reverend, like, I'm yeah. not a religious person, but I definitely want to see how do you handle your faith by being time displaced by aliens when your faith is, like, rooted in a higher mm-hmm. being, and it's not dealing with UFOs and aliens and, and you know, evolution and whatever. Like, I want to see like, it's, it's just, it's so much that <sighs> I'm hoping that a lot of the black experience and also any other marginalized person, because is there a guy who is uh, Middle Eastern or so? what is he? And well, I don't there, even know so, so I'm gonna read. I'll read this. In addition to Shanice Claudette and the Reverend, the new 4400, and it's not even called the 4400. It's called 4400. Good. Is also is also set to feature characters like Dr. Andre. A doctor and transgender man hailing from 1920s Harlem, mm-hmm. Shanice's husband Logan, um, Mildred, a teenager from the seven from the 70s, and Keisha, mm-hmm. a parole officer who becomes involved in the government's rush task force designed to observe the 4400. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's set in Detroit. Yes, that right there. Now that that sold yeah. me too. I look, y'all. If y'all don't know, I don't know if I mentioned I am from Michigan. Detroit was only mm-hmm. forty minutes from my hometown. I'm mm-hmm. for sure watching this shit for that alone. Yeah. Like, yeah, it um there and it's funny because isn't that where Richard was actually from in the series? I, I believe I, he was from somewhere in the Midwest, if I remember correctly. I think he may have been shit. Yeah, but um, and that might be just a nice call out. But we we said this before in front of the camera and behind the camera. Actually, no, behind the camera because we kept seeing a lot of the directors and the writers and the showrunners mm-hmm. is like women of color and yes. and then looking at this cast and I'm pretty sure the writers room is filled with people of color mm-hmm. and the article that and we saw the it was on, it was on Gizmodo. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, considering that the CW's 4400 is set in Detroit and his cast features multiple leads of color, it seems as if the reboot might tackle race and identity in ways the original did not. And I'm here for that. Yeah. One is, you know, we we love X Men, but I was talking with some friends before when I when I sent them this uh, link to the story was that as much as I love X Men, sometimes it gets difficult for me to believe that a lot of these come on passing white folks come on. are having as difficult a problem as Stormwood, yeah, as Jubilee, yeah, or as um, Skin, you know, or any huh. of the. So the forty four hundred might actually give us they give us the X Men story that we have not seen. Hey. Hey. One on here, and if it's and I, 
there might be, I'm pretty sure they're going to, they're, they're going to be other races represented, mm-hmm. but y'all are leading with a lot of black folks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. Up. Like that's, and, and that's the thing that really got me is that, um, in this day and age when everybody is so upset at motherfuckers for being included in shit, mm-hmm. That that's that says something without saying something that yep. you because like you said there has to be of course some white folks Asians Latinos all that good shit um, but for you to have your three main well we don't know if they're main but three mm-hmm. trailers with three black ass dark skinned mm-hmm. black folks yeah that's saying something especially on a CW show so I'm like. Well, this is, I mean, as much as we would come down on Black Lightning, I mean, like I said, we, we gave credit where it, it definitely deserved Oh, yeah, it. it was black. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. That show was black as heck. I mean, like, yes. you, you know, from the situations, from the stuff that they were talking about, the messaging, the, mm-hmm. the issues that they were dealing with, um, the culture, the vibe of the show, yep. um, but also, you know, different shades of black, you know, when it mm-hmm. comes to... Different body types. Different yeah. body types. Yeah, just everything. So... I think this might be in line, keeping in line with that. I hope so. Um, the fact that it's not being filmed up in Canada also, mm-hmm. for me, is another plus. I'm sorry. Like, I, I love the Arrowverse shows, but I sometimes feel that you, they're sometimes, I don't know. I mean, because a corporation is big. You, yeah, you kind of you lose certain things um, because you're not speaking about the experience of what's going on down here. Mm-hmm. Um but I know that it's cheaper up there, and I know that there probably have been works that have dealt with, you know, racism and sexual identity and mm-hmm. you know, different, different the the, the quote unquote other up there. So let me not put a blanket statement out that uh, about, like that. But when I heard that, actually, the show was was filmed in Chicago, mm. um, and it's set in Detroit, which is really weird. Um, well, because the the only filming location that what did you say? No, I was about to say not too, but like you're from Chicago, so I mean, I guess yeah, you yeah. Know, and yeah. I mean, and to be honest with you, they're the the cities are similar. You know, yeah. they were both you know factory cities. They were both mm-hmm. you know by the ocean. I mean, not the ocean, by the lakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody's gonna kick my ass for saying that. Lake Shore, <laughs> I'm sorry, but um, they're both midwestern metropolises. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, so rather, and that's the only filming location that I see. It just mm-hmm. says Chicago, Illinois, USA. So yeah. when I saw when I saw that, rather than Vancouver. Mm-hmm. I was so happy. Like yeah. it just it just yeah. um it, it just made me it made me happy to see that y- you are pulling and that's the that's the other mm-hmm. part of this. You're pulling talent from that area or you're pulling talent from this yes. country. Yes. Know, black talent. Black yeah, um, there we go. There we go. Yeah. And one so, of like, the I, cities. I need this to knock it out of the ball. I mean, park. So I'm, I'm yeah. hyped. But that was that was the latest news. We just got like three teaser trailers. Yes, in a, in a release date. Uh, like God, yes, twelve or twenty fifth. So all these Negroes, man. I, I love and and again, just to fucking emphasize, you're saying it's shot in Chicago, a black ass mm-hmm. city, but it's set yep. in Detroit, another black ass city. Mm-hmm. It's like three and a half hours from each other. Like it's, yep. it's the te- oh my god, but. I could gush all day. I, I love being from Michigan. No. I don't give a fuck. I, so, yeah. There we <laughs> well, go. Same here for Chicago. Even, like, you know, every city is messy. You know, yeah. <laughs> um, every city is messy. And I'm not, for me, when I talk, when I say that, I'm not talking about the black folks. I'm talking about, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the powers that be. Who yes. Run, who run those places. But say that. It's always going to be home. Um, but it, to not, to know that there's going to be that connection between Chicago and Detroit, you know, yes. it's, it's positive. So, the more Woo. new, 
the more news that comes out, we will definitely yes. talk about it on here. And then Absolutely. when the show comes out, we'll talk about it. But um, to wrap this episode up for the original series, which we, we're, we're enjoying, mm-hmm. um, what were, uh, we can just do the breakdown. What was your, who was your favorite person, you know, for this episode? Uh, I want to say Richard. I want to say Richard. But Richard is my favorite, but I I, I want to go with Tom. And okay. that's because I, I don't like him. But yeah. I feel like in this in this episode specifically, yeah. Tom dealt with a lot. I know Diana was on 10, but Tom yeah. like supported her. Tom supported mm-hmm. his wife. Tom took that verbal abuse. Tom, for me, he he played his role very well. I think he he followed through with a lot of shit that even when he didn't agree with it, he was still you know, I'm uh, Tom was my favorite this episode. Yeah. You know me, Diana, shaking <laughs> children. <laughs> shaking yes. Kids. yes. No, because like as soon as she heard <laughs> that's what I respect. Like as soon as she heard that her daughter was missing, she was yes. like we're about to be taken in this piece. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Like you, you're not selling my children. <laughs> that was a Yes, into no um, forty four hundred child trafficking, but you know I enjoyed her. But she she's an actress that if she popped up in the new one, mm-hmm. I'd be fine with. It. I, mean, I was I, I was thinking that I was thinking I'd be fine. That. I mean, I actually hope that they bring in actors from Marshall. the original one. Yeah, I mean, well, she, that. Uh, goes <laughs> I don't care, man. You, you got to give us one scene, man. Yeah. All these niggas on screen, <laughs> he better pop up. He better. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I need at least a couple of those actors just to pop up and and not like be the ones. Because like one of the things that I loved about Battlestar Galactica is that mm-hmm. they showed respect to what had come before. Okay. And that would that would involve bringing in actors and elements from the original series. So I would I would actually like that, but no, let these let the the new black people <laughs> let them be yeah. you know first and foremost. But she would be one of those actresses that I, I would be happy to have her come back. Um, who was your least favorite person? Um, it's a tie between Isabel and Sean because like. Sean, what the fuck are you doing? And Isabel, why mm-hmm. are they writing you this way? So it, it, it's yeah. it's a tie. It's it's a tie. I don't and more Sean, cause like you're gross, but like both of them. Cause what the fuck is even what are we doing here? Yeah. Yeah. Uh for me it's it's Maya. They had her making the wrong decisions. Um and not even being suspicious until she was literally locked inside of a house um about you know the situation. Um but it was, you know, she so it is what it is. Um and what was your uh, favorite scene? Um, favorite scene? Should I had it when we were watching it too? Um, what would be a favorite? There were so many interesting points. Um, Richard yelling at Sean was mm-hmm. my favorite because he yeah. Mahershala that acting was he turned yeah. it was on it was on <laughs> Richard cussing him out. Like nigga, what the fuck? That's my wife, fucking legacy, nigga. He was like, he's yeah. So yeah, Richard uh, cussing out, and then Matthew just sitting there like, hey, I this ain't got nothing to do. Matthew was like, world star. (laughs) No, for real. Ooh, Matthew didn't want that smoke, but yeah, but Richard cussing out Sean was mine. 
Speaking of Detroit, fast, I mean, long story made short, there was a guy who stole this woman's car. Yes. And uh, there's a video going around. So Matthew was one of the people at the barbershop as um, <laughs> that woman was pulling that guy, kid out by his hair. Yes. Matthew was sitting back like, I'm about to ask, watch his ass whooping. Right. And um, oh, it's going to be so God. sweet. I'm going yes. to tell Isabel later on. But, um, oh, shit. I think my favorite scene, because it caught me by surprise, was when Maya walked into the future. Um, and the other part about that we didn't discuss was, who's to say that these were the original people that, that sent them back? Yeah, it could be anybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah it could be anybody. There, there's, a, there's another series that I was watching on, um, and I don't remember the name of it, but a bunch of people, their consciousness are sent are sent back yeah, to people. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't know yeah. the name, but I know what you're talking mm -hmm. about. Yeah, wow. and what wound up happening on there is that there were different factions in the future. Mm, it okay. wasn't just one group. Like, that's another one we could we could break down board or just whatever, but it was a really good series. So mm -hmm. <clears throat> that's that was my thing because it, it broadens the scope or the question of, like, once you mentioned this, why abduct children to do yeah. this versus, like, grown adults? Yeah. So, and that, and to me, there's something like nefarious with that. So there's a good chance that mm -hmm. all everything's not you know cracked up to you know what it is, but yeah, but it seems to be. Um, and then I guess as far as a rating out of um, uh, <laughs> an abducted child or whatever, uh, <laughs> you want to call it. <laughs> how many how many abducted children? Uh, do I rate this episode? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I say five abducted children. God damn it! Because it was Maya ruined it for me. The oh, wow. the the kids kind of helped it because that mm -hmm. power set that was nice. But Maya mm -hmm. really did ruin it for me. And by Maya, mm -hmm. I mean the writers. Because come on, what the fuck? Um, yeah, yeah I'd, I'd have to go with five. I give and for me, it's it's probably gonna be a little bit higher. Um, it's for me, it's an eight. Okay. You know, it's just like it's let's say seven point five or eight. Um <laughs> and I this is one that I it's not like an excellent episode and there are definitely those problems, but mm -hmm. um falling you know in that frame, um that uh as far as the rating, uh, that's what I would shoot for. Yeah. So. Yeah. I can see that. I just Myers, I'm sorry, I just can't. No, and then being like we were in the future. Like what the fuck and that that's really what pissed me off because at no point and I'm not saying you need to t give the audience what's going on, but like mm -hmm. when she was like when we walked through when we walked into the house, we're in the future. And I'm like, but that mm -hmm. you didn't set up anything that would make me be like, oh shit, that's what that was. Like I don't cuz you, you literally yeah, went well, into the house. Like that well, don't but remember, like when Tom was going into the future, he was literally just walking into a closet door. So, so when we say the future, are we talking about when she went through that door? She's in the future. When she, so when she, um, I, I see what you're saying. When she went in, when she walked in, um, the first time into the house, mm -hmm. you know that might have still been the present and. But when she walked out of it, that's when we got the big reveal. I guess it's one of those things where we don't know the mechanics of how the stuff works. Yeah, at all. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, we don't know the mechanics. But for the reveal, for the for the sake of that being a big reveal, because you know that was that whole door opening moment. Yeah, like you thought she was going to see Tom. You thought Tom and Diana were going to see mm -hmm. her, mm -hmm. and then she just walked into this like creepy ass hall or mm -hmm. like this room where with like an operator. Oh, dancers! Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, so you said pole dancers. <laughs> like, like, you see Chicago when they do the 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 women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah, what it look yeah. like. The burlesque. <laughs> yes. The oh, burlesque. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it wasn't enough to pull me out. But I was like, this, this is you'll have to really explain this in the next episode, episode. because mm-hmm. and it, and it would have been okay, but with Tom bursting through the door and there being no trace of them. And her, that, something about, like, I have to like say, gotta explain. The, the science in this ain't the, you know, we're not getting fucks <laughs> capacitors. You know, I mean, that's that's the, you know, the uh, time travel elements. I mean, we <laughs> we can have a whole discussion about, like, Loki. Hey. Or just, like, how time travel is used, you know, hey. in things. But it just, it's something that I think served the purpose of the big reveal, you know, for, you know, for that. Um, yeah. Because before, like I said before, we just thought they were just child traffickers. Yeah, you know? yeah, and that's um, what, yeah, yeah. But um, so yeah, so I mean, like, so overall, pretty decent episode. Yeah, no, no. Honestly, I think it was. Even though I rated it five, I still think it was pretty good. <laughs> it was, it was more exciting than three, yeah. and it got me sucked in. Where if this mm-hmm. was week to week, I would be pissed because I would want to know what right, happens yeah. right now. So yeah, mm-hmm. I think it was, it was pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well. Got any closing thoughts? Anything you want to say to the folks or watch your children? <laughs> like watch yeah. your children. Like, and if somebody comes up saying they fam, you you know, you start asking about aunties and uncles and, <laughs> and cousins hey. and vacations. But um, yeah, you know, just watch your children. This is you know, and I'm looking forward to seeing what you know how the next episode, mm-hmm. uh, what happens next episode. Same, same, same. Whew, this is some shit. Well, y'all, we we in this thing. So yeah. if y'all ready for part two, let us know. You know, I'll uh, link the um, Gizmodo article in the show notes, mm-hmm. and it was something else we mentioned. I think I'll put in there. Um, but yeah, check the show notes. Uh, check mm-hmm. out our social. Uh, tell them what, what you're, how to follow you, find you, support you on social media. Yeah, uh, website is Robert K Jeffrey J E F F R E Y dot com, Robert K Jeffrey dot com, and you can find me on Instagram uh, at Robert K. Jeffrey. Robert K. Jeffrey. Bet, bet, bet. Yes, and of course, me, Carefree Blurred on Twitter, Carefree Black Nerd everywhere else. Email me, carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com if you must, if you got something to say, something to send us or whatnot. Um, and then until next time, y'all, man, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky, stay on this ride with us. We're trying to get to the new show on October. 25th monday october 25th be there be square um yeah and let us know uh your thoughts on any of the things we discussed this episode use the hashtag al4400 and we out (laughs) all right